It's Thursday, November 8, 2018. It's been a night of victories, and it's been a night of some painful losses. Green News Report special coverage, big wins and losses for the environment in the 2018 midterm elections. I sincerely hope that someday soon... The Committee on Science will cease lecturing and harassing scientists. Yep, science to return to the U.S. House Science Committee. But... Goliath strides around crushing these things with overwhelming force. Big oil's big money overwhelms state energy ballot initiatives. All of those big stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So environmental is very important to me. Yep, putting the mental in environmental. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't know that there's any other way to say it other than good news and bad news for the environment from Tuesday's big midterm elections. Yep, the midterm elections are over and the battleground is coming into view for the environment and public health over the next two years. Mixed results in energy-related ballot propositions in several states, but overall, the Democrats seizing the majority in the U.S. House of Representatives is good news for science and for oversight of the anti-environment Trump administration. It can't hurt. Gaining the U.S. House majority means that Democrats will control committees starting in January, and that means controlling what legislation advances in the House or doesn't, like attacks on the environment or public lands. It also means oversight and more pushback against Trump agencies' attempts to roll back climate and pollution regulations. It also means not dragging in scientists and haranguing them in the middle of these U.S. House hearings. Exactly. The House Science Committee will no longer be run by a climate science denier. Hooray! Democratic Congresswoman Eddie Bernice Johnson of Texas, the first registered nurse in Congress, is likely to be the Science Committee's new chair. That's the first time in 10 years it will be led by someone who accepts mainstream climate science. Nice. The bipartisan House Climate Solutions Caucus has fallen apart after half of its Republicans lost their races. Although the Republicans tended to use the Climate Caucus for cover while blocking action in practice, it does mark a significant drop in the number of moderate congressional Republicans who publicly accept the need to act on dangerous man-made climate change. For ballot initiatives in the states, big oil's big money won big. The fossil fuel industry spent record amounts, at least $100 million nationwide, to kill ballot measures that would have curbed fracking and mining, expanded renewables, and created the nation's first ever carbon emissions fee. Well, free speech, as long as you have billions and billions of dollars to buy it. They have a lot more free speech than the rest of us do. Yep. In Colorado, voters rejected a proposition that would have required fracking wells to be placed further away from homes and schools after the oil and gas industry outspent organizers 40 to 1. Mm. But Colorado also voted down a sneaky constitutional amendment that would have shielded the oil and gas industry from regulations and allowed the industry to sue the state for any losses resulting from any restrictions or regulations on fossil fuel exploration. So the public figured that one out at least. Yes. 
In Alaska, the mining and oil industries also spent big to defeat a measure that would have protected the state's billion-dollar salmon fisheries from mining and drilling pollution. Mm. In Washington state, big oil killed the really big one, spending a record $31 million to crush Initiative 1631, the state's second attempt to enact the country's first-ever carbon emissions fee, a really mild one on big polluters. That's weird. Uh, I thought ExxonMobil was in favor of a carbon tax. Didn't they spend millions and millions in support of the Washington measure? No, they didn't. The hmm. exact opposite. It's like they're just lying about supporting a carbon tax or something. In Arizona, the utility industry laid out $31 million to successfully defeat an amendment requiring them to get 50% of their electricity from renewable sources by 2030. Yet over in Nevada, voters approved a similar mandate to get 50% renewable energy by 2030. Well, win some, lose some. In Florida, voters approved a measure to ban offshore oil and gas drilling and also ban vaping indoors in the same initiative because Florida. Finally, California voters rejected an attempt to repeal an increase to the state's gas tax that's now funding repairs to roads, bridges, and infrastructure. So there's that. So there's that. At least California voters didn't fall for the nonsense. Nope. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime for free at Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. I can't find comfort.